Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Got it. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Oh, damn it, I did it again, bro. How can I start these shows and I don't do the intro music? Like, what the hell is wrong with me? What you do then? Do the intro music. Yeah, here we no, go, I'm guys. Gonna do, I'm going to do Airwolf with my voice. Is that cool? Yeah, do whatever you want. You do Airwolf with your butt if you like. <laughs> yeah. What? what? Crypto guys, we don't lie. We're here to mystify. Uh. What? Yeah. Uh. What? What? Cryptos. BTC. BHC. ETH. You know me. Got Z and Cowboy on the scene. They keep it clean. They break it down. TA every day. No need to frown. No need to hodl. Why you need to hodl when you could be making profits trading? No hodl. Yeah. No hodl. Be bold. What? 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 I'm losing it, guys. I'm losing it. (laughs) Our our audience, like, is who is that on the screen? I don't know. How did this guy? Who is this guy? Uh, I accidentally shared. Just kick him. I accidentally shared the Google Hangouts. Uh, Scott, what's up, man? Hey, guys. What's going on, buddy? My man Scott, chilling <laughs> in an undisclosed location I, in Eastern Europe with his shirt off because he's the man. Well, You're I, live. You're a I, live stream, bro. Game. <laughs> this guy is just chilling. This guy is a he's a crypto oh, fiend. You guys don't know who Scott is. Oh, that's so go. funny. We're, we're live yeah. on YouTube right now. We're, oh, my God. Live on YouTube. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> what's up, brother? This is crazy. Oh, How did you get here, too? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is all Z's fault. I'm oh. so sorry, guys. But I'm actually not even sorry now. Scott's a beautiful. God, I mean, you're on. If you want to stay on, dude, just uh, you know, you can click off your mic and stay on. We're going to be talking cryptos, bro. Well, I'll, I'll switch over to the, um, the YouTube link. But I just saw this posted and... I clicked it. Dude, <laughs> yeah, you can stay on, bro. Stay on. Rock with us if you want, man. Uh, uh, want people, oh, man. This want you standing up and closing your Wait, wait. So I'm fine. All we right. got to tell the story of, uh, of, okay, so, you know, I was out there visiting uh, V and, and another friend of ours last week, two weeks ago. And, of course, you know, we called Scott because Scott's part of our, our network. And so, like, we we can V. How do you think that our buddy uh, felt like just going one twenty within like zero to one twenty in five seconds in your car? Like, do you think that was fun? Oh yeah, that, that was terrifying. I think he might. have, I don't know. We have to ask him how he felt about it. And shortly after, we just pretty much blew it out of the car's ass. Like, I'm waiting for cops to pull us over. You know, I V is like one of three people, which I'm one of those three who I trust to drive like that with me in, in the other seat. And, uh, you know, so we're, we're burning around like upstate area, New York. I don't know if that's upstate or not, whatever, but we're going around and, and basically we get Scott on the phone and I think our buddy in the back seat might've lost a little color in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I took 
He was he's a blonde to begin with, but he looked pretty pale. He looked very <laughs> pale. <laughs> like we're talking and he's in the back trying to contain his vomit. I don't know. I mean maybe that's what a seven hundred and twenty horsepower M five would do to you. Uh, that's not what it does to me. What it does to me makes me have to adjust my pants. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you have fun. I will enjoy the program. I do have a good question, but I'll type it in. So no, no. Ask 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 Take care. Okay. Bro. Well, we have a discussion going on right now in the Venn Masternode area because oh no, that that one uh, that discussion doesn't go on here. What well, it's 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 not a Venn Masternode question. It's it's a Venn question. So oh, okay. we can answer those. Go for it. Our question is this. Some people are saying they have 10,000 Ven and they want to stake it to do the strength node. But we don't know if you can use a phone and then shut your phone off or does the device have to be running the full time? It does not need to be running the entire time. From my understanding, um, it, stays on the, it stays on the network just like uh, Neo does. Um, now remember, I'm getting in from as soon as I get information, I'll let you guys know. But um, the way it works is that um, you can keep it on the wallet, and the wallet is live at all times. And you can actually move it when they release the inf when they release the wallet onto desktop. You can actually move it to your desktop. Um, you can actually like you know just recover the seed words, recover the wallet into your desktop, and it doesn't you know doesn't ever end. It cool. never ends. Never ends. All right, well, party on, guys. Scotty, Later. Scotty, too high. <laughs> Later, bud. Later, bro. Take care, man. That was awesome. We <laughs> that was awesome, dude. We love yeah, that. Scotty, too high. He was on. It was. It was great. Anyway, folks, welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to Watch Us Trade Live, where anything can and will happen. Literally, literally, anything can. <laughs> Heck, I, I might flash this across the screen with my shirt off. You never know. You never know. Anything can happen, folks. Anyway, we got Z and Cowboy on. A lot of things <coughs> going on in the cryptoverse, guys. Where do you guys want to begin? Oh man, well, start, with, start with BTC as always. That's it. BTC, oh. yeah, you know me. It's the OPP of the crypto world. What's going on? Nick, you need to share your screen. Lunches. Put your screen up, man. Interviews by the pool, considered a fool because I dropped out of high school. high school. I trade cryptos, don't need your money. All right, let's there see here. Why is my mouse not working? We need Biggie Smalls here. All right, sharing. Uh, love sharing screens. So let's not look at Neo. Let's look at Bitcoin. Oh yeah, this is gonna look interesting, guys. Um, what you guys are about to see is a little bit of research that's going on with Bitcoin and myself. The chart might look a little bit messy, but this is how charts look when I do them. Um, all right, so pay no attention to this. Like you, you see, oh, this is okay. Good. This isn't that messy. All right. So let me go ahead and go to a shorter time frame. I'm going to go to the one hour. So we have been talking about a head and shoulders. And look, um, it's a little memeish. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit memeish. And what I mean by memeish is that, you know, like cup and handle, oftentimes I consider to be memeish. Like it's not that great of an indicator depending on why the cup and handle shows up. Okay. Mm. There was a time about three months ago when every freaking crypto was a cup and handle and everybody's blowing cup and handle on this cup and handle on that. Like guys, Bitcoin made everything into a cup and handle. This is not a natural thing. Um, so what is interesting about cup and handle though, is that cup and handles always occur at the end of an inverse head and shoulders. What does that mean? What that means is you're looking at an inverse head and shoulders. And with Bitcoin, 
if you want to see like market structure actually somewhat make a difference or play out, you have to zoom out. And right now we're on the three hour, four hours, even better. Um, the closer you look, the more you zoom in, the shorter the time frame, the less market structure matters. The Bitcoin is its own animal due to the algorithms. However, um, the algorithms on the longer term seem to muddle things a little bit less and you can depend a little bit on structure. Um, but you can't depend entirely on it or, well, you, you depend less on it than other assets that are not quite as manipulated. So all that to say is that there is a chance that this cup and this, uh, head and shoulders can play out and a head and shoulders is going to have every time a completed head and shoulders will have cup and handle in it. So it's not always a meme. Um, I just don't try, I just don't depend on them like I used to. Um, but this is your cup and handle. See, so if that plays out, the the metrics are the same for inverse head and shoulders, cup and handle when it goes to how far it'll play, and how far it will play is going to be basically the depth of your head, right? And that kind of how it is sometimes, guys. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. If we uh, let me see here, are are you guys still there? Or am I talking to myself? V Z, anyone? I'm just kidding. You're still there. So, um, all right. So basically that is as high as it should go, uh, like without any manipulation. And if we could break past this resistance, so the 7,100 is a hefty, hefty resistance. Um, it's kind of sort of bounced off the beginning of that zone, right? Cause it's, you don't have an exact 7,000 or 7,100. There's no exact like, Oh, this is where the resistance is going to happen. It's just a zone. And the zone kind of, you can tell it's been bouncing off that. Um, so if we can push past that, then we could come to the next area of uh, resistance, which kind of is right here, which is say 7,400 actually. Um, I did some, I talked to some guys last night and I agree with them. 7,400 is our next like resistance. Now the cool thing about Bitcoin and the not cool thing is that it will blow past resistances and supports when people want it to. And when I say people, I mean like your Silicon Valley multimillionaires who are pushing this market around with their manipulation. Um, so, cause people think it's banks, but it, if it is, it's undercover. We're not going to talk too much about that, but ideally we would go up that high. Uh, realistically, we're going to bounce off of 7,000. And if we break above that, our next support to break is 7,400. So this is what it looks like in a bullish scenario. Uh, bearish. I think the bottom is, if we drop it all, I think it'll be to like the low 600s. I mean, we haven't quite wicked all the way down on the shoulder. Doesn't mean that it's exact, you know, this is all very not exact, but we could come down to like the 6,000 area. Um, I told everybody I was getting in last night with 25% of my portfolio into Bitcoin. I entered at about the current price. And the reason I did is because I think it's going to go up. Now, I did only 25% because the bottom potential to me is 5,800, and that's an 8% drop, and I only want to lose 2%. So if you take an 8% drop, you have to like divide everything by four, which is 25%. We actually have a video that uh, the CryptoNechos and I did on cash management, which I think is probably the most important video um, for people to be entertained by. Uh, because you, in order to do any kind of investment properly, cash management is just key. Um, so because of that, I put 25% in. That way, if I get stopped out, my average stop is 59.50. I have stops staggered down from 6,000 
down to about 58.50, four different stops. So my average is something like 59.50. This is all from memory. Um, numbers might not be quite exact, but the point is, is that in my math with my average of a stop loss, if I get stopped out all the way, then I would lose 2% if I put in 25% of my bag and I want to limit my losses to 2%. That's that. Um, what do you guys see? Anything uh, different than what I just rattled off? No, I, I see the same thing. We talked about we talked about this yesterday. I, saw, I see the same exact thing that you did. Um, I actually had, I think, my lower position um, not dropping as low. I actually entered in, and I was able to uh, – we called an entry yesterday um, that I was going to go both long as well as um, enter in a small position to uh, uh, Bitcoin, and um, it's actually paid off. So that's actually pretty nice. I was able to pick some up, I think, at a 60 – wait, 61, was it? Uh, I think it wicked down to like 6260. Um yeah, 6260ish, uh, 6280 I think is when I um went long. So nice. Um, you know, so far so far everything's been playing out pretty well. Um you know, no changes um and everything's uh playing out accordingly. So I'm looking at a, there's a couple of things now. I do have a bit of a secret sauce or two when it comes to the way I look at Bitcoin. And um the reason that I don't really talk too publicly about all of my metrics is because that we save that for the room. Um, but there are a couple of other signals that I see that tell me we have a really good chance of bouncing upward. So um, we'll share that in the room. So there you yeah. go. Um, so I guess we were just talking about Venn. I figure we should look at Venn. Okay. So I've been, if people review my charts for the last like while, they're going to see that Venn has been rather bearish. And I think that a strong change in fundamentals will correct that but i've been telling people i'm not going to touch it until we hit like the 32 area and sure enough we are hitting that and we might even get deeper and let me tell you why uh z what, what am i going to say no, no no i was just saying that um uh no i agree with it you know guys we you know you always hear us talk about good coins like you know van one and so forth and those are still susceptible to not having updated FA guys. Um, that's why we talk about these catalysts. So it's not just Litecoin that we always sort of rag on in a sense, even though we don't we don't hate it. Um, this this goes for every single coin, guys. There is no coin out there that you know we are completely married to. Um, so you know, Ven has some uh, catalysts coming up with its ICOs. So uh, let's see whether that um, will push it up. Nice, very good. Well, uh, when I look at this chart, though. I think Z knows where I'm going to go with this. What am I seeing on this chart that looks very bearish? Uh, let me see. Sorry, I'm, I'm not even – wasn't even looking at your chart there. My bad, buddy. Um, oh, three black crows and a load of other stuff. Yeah, a load of other stuff. But three black crows is one of the, one of the um, market structure type candle formations that have paid off in spades. So basically what I think will happen here, and I am sorry to say this, unless fundamentals kick in, and they they very well could with Venn. Venn's got really strong fundamentals. And 32 is a long time buy block. I might buy some when we hit this if we can see a little bit of a bounce. I expect a bounce and possibly a fall again. Here maybe or here. I think we might kind of do that sort of thing. But I am going to plan on trying to profit in this area regardless because it's a strong order block. However, the, I think this bearishness established right here is going to take us below that unless something fundamentally kicks in. Correct. No, I agree. So that's uh, that's what I see on Venn. But um, again, the, the FA on Venn is incredibly important. We cannot ignore that ever.
Yep, um, the FA event is, is very strong, guys. You know, um, the master node should be uh, up and running here very soon. Um, there's a little bit of a delay with it. Um, not actually a delay based on Ven itself as a company, but because there's actually a space point where um, they're uh, letting people transfer uh, their Ven over from their ledgers over to, you know, their mobile wallet or, you know, uh, ledger support. So um, I believe we're going to start seeing uh, Thor being implemented in August is when the first uh, Thor will be out. So um, very exciting stuff, guys. And I really think um, and I really think, you know, with the ICOs coming up, uh, the FA plays out really nicely with Ben. And I think that it's going to cause a, a nice ramp up back to uh, I'm not going to say back to all time highs, but um, definitely a, a strong rise up. I, I definitely do see with Ben. It's going to happen at some point. Um sooner or later then's gonna rock it so yeah. you know it's just a, a yeah. question uh i'm gonna take a quick look at basic attention token because it's been the talk of the room um so you know somebody pointed out a consolidation and we made it uh actually uh cryptonecos called it um you call when did you call it z um i think we called it live no 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 months ago like two months ago we made oh it. yeah 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 um it, it had uh, the catalyst in regards to the uh the New York Stock Exchange, actually. Yeah, we had um, now the thing about base contention uh, token is that it's put together by like the Mozilla boys. So Firefox, for those who know who Mozilla is, and um, the token and uh, Crypto Nikos can correct me if I'm wrong, but the token has to do with being able to pay for. Uh, access to sites that you like, I think, is that right, Z, or how, how's uh, so, the? So it's actually uh, advertisement. So by producing um, content and so forth, it, it's like an all-in-one position play uh, for not just the fastest browser, but for advertisements and and uh, browser support for developers and whatnot. Uh, we can actually get paid uh, in Brave tokens um, for providing content, in a sense. Yeah. So I mean, that's uh, that's that's just a killer thing. So I mean, essentially. Um, I don't know. It's got a good company behind it. I'm not really big on utility tokens, but this is sort of like an ad token slash slightly financial, not really. Um, but I think that it's one of the few utility type tokens I actually would look at in the future um, just because they're relatively established and they've been able to maintain somewhat of a foothold and, um, and have some good FA behind it. Yeah. And in the fundamental aspect, um, one of the things I'm watching is it's obviously in a consolidation if you take a look at that chart. And everybody's like, oh, it's breaking structure, it's breaking structure. What does that mean? Breaking structure in an upward sense. Um, uh, let's see here. Breaking structure is if you leave this consolidation right there and if you stay above it, then there's a chance that the metric would be about like this. You know, we, we could go as high as like this part of the triangle. Arguably, it could be bigger. Um, you could sort of take it all the way back to here, which means that your potential is actually this high. Um, as a conservative person, uh, if I were betting on either, I probably would simply just bet on the shorter time. And then use trailing stop losses, like sell maybe 90% of my bag in this area right up here, and then maybe have 10% left for like a moon bag. And then just, you know, do that with trailing stop loss. Um, but what's really important about this, um, 
people look at charts and what they don't understand is that a candle has to print all the way for you to see price action. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that, okay, what we do is we take a look at each of these bars. Okay, these red and green bars are in this particular case, one day's worth of price action. Um, you know, and this is for all of our newer listeners. So at the end of this day, the price was this much on the next day. I'm going to widen this out, really kind of take a look at candle theory, basic, basic candle theory. So the price entered here. And at some point it went down to this area. At some point it went up to this area. Maybe it went five or six times. We don't know, but we do know that the price mostly traded in here and exited right here. So the entry and exit make up the candle body and the entry and exit are what is important because it's a sort of, um, it's an average, it's a telltale. So, and then you go up. Now, if, the, if you enter price up higher and you exit lower, it's a red candle, okay? And then the tails and the, and the wicks are just where the price went during that time. Um, candle theory is really important. And until a candle prints, you don't know where it's going to be. At one point, this big, this candle right here at one point looked just like this candle on the left. So this, this wide, this green little tiny uh, tombstone doji slash uh, shooting star, that was all the way like as big as this one at one point. So if people were looking at that, they go, oh my God, it's huge. We got to buy now. Like, well, no, it actually came back down and you know, uh, it would have been a good buy, but a lot of seller pressure kicked in. So how does that matter today? It matters if you look at the, say, four-hour chart. Um, everybody in the room has been watching me do it. And people are like, oh, it's broken structure. Well, that's good, right? When you have a triangle, if you break structure, that means that the price has gone above your downtrend line, your descending trend line of the triangle itself. You're actually leaving the consolidation. And we do have a nice big fat volume candle right there. Um, so people are like, hey, there's a lot of volume, it's left the thing and all this. Okay, well, we gotta take a look at a couple of things. Um, number one, we are approaching oversold down here. Um, so essentially, or overbought, I mean to say. So if we are if we get to overbought, then there's gonna be a lot of selling pressure. The MAC looks really good. The MACD actually looks very strong down here, but you know, it's sort of flattening out. It's not having the same upwards trajectory that it used to. Um, we've already had some like, not the strongest bullishness on the four hour. It's it's still pretty strong. Um, I guess if you scrunch it up, it looks better. <laughs> it's all perspective. Um, the green candle here also matters. Like there's a fair amount of buying volume right here. Okay. And so right here, you're seeing a fair amount, but is it commensurate and is it um, congruent to the size of the run? So you've got a run right here. And then you actually have another run so far that has gone from about here to here, more or less, on this candle alone, okay? So you have, basically, if you wanna do it by sight and not math, this is your congruent figure. So you can actually take your, um, your funky shape measure. This is becoming a bit of a tutorial, sorry everybody, but this is just the kind of stuff that I geek out on, middle of the night, you know, I don't do drugs or watch TV, I do this. So, um, that's our congruent structure. So what we can do is compare that structure to the actual like uh, volume candles. So this came from the size of the run based on that candle. Uh, let me see here, or did it? Let me make sure I got that right. No, I do not. So we have, for this one candle, we actually have from here to here. So it's not looking good. Now it doesn't mean it's gonna stay that way. We're just talking about like currently, right? So let's do this, make it easier to grab, right? And then we go like this, making this easier to move. 
and then we actually have a slope that we can establish, right? So the difference in price run on this candle versus that candle is indicative of selling pressure. It's a lot of selling pressure here. We're actually back in. So we have a lot of like uncontested buys in this candle. Um, let me do this. Let me do, let me make this appropriate. Let's actually do my freaking job while you guys watch. All right, so this is our uh, our congruency right here. Sorry, guys. All right, so that's the difference in like this is the slope of the difference based on buyer and seller pressure. Now we want to compare that candle wise because it's very different with the candles. Your candles actually have this much versus this much, and we can go ahead and go side by side like this, and what this does is this allows us to see that the only difference in these candles right now is simply uncontested buying. I'm going to do this simply without getting crazy. Just a couple of lines right here. So this is our difference in volume. This is our difference in price. Okay. These green candles, the reason it's green is because like there are more buyers than sellers. It could be that like 40% of this is sellers. That's so why people can't rely on volume like they think they can, okay? It's important. But I've been telling people for a long time, let this leave the structure. Let the candle print. And it was all the way up here. People, oh, let's buy it. It's breaking structure. Let's buy it. I'm like, no, let the candle print. We have 15 minutes and 40 seconds before the four-hour candle prints. So now we're seeing that it's gone back down. Now we're seeing that there's a really good chance that it's actually going to come like this, and then it's going to go like this, all right? So the, and there will be a strategy that I will outline in the room. We can't really share everything here. And it's not necessarily what you think when you see this, there's actually something that I'm not telling everybody that I'm saving for the room. Um, but this is a really good lesson in why we wait for the candle to print because not that long ago, the candle was all the way out here and a lot of people bought and I'm telling people, well, that's great. It's a free country. I'm not going to buy Go ahead. So there you go. There's my assessment on why we wait for the candle to print. Um, do we have any questions like from the guys in the room or no? Okay. Um, well, do we want to see anything else in particular? Uh, let's just do Litecoin. Litecoin. So I love Litecoin. Oh yeah. I, I, look, let's get it straight. I think Litecoin is going to be fine in the future. I just don't want to put my money in it now because I'm not seeing the fundamentals that I want to see. That's my assessment in like two sentences. All right, so we don't hate Litecoin. Um, we just don't want the opportunity cost that comes with investing in it while capital is leaving it. <clears throat> so I'm going to go to a one day. And the one day looks but ugly on the BTC. Um, for one thing, on the one day, we are seeing a lot of buying pressure. So people got really excited, just like we talked about with, um, with uh, BAT. And we have what looked at one point like this, a big fat green candle, look like that, right? And then people got excited, oh, it's going up. Well, look at it now. It's actually turned into a bullish indicator. This came down, we have a little bit of support right here that actually comes from the USD price, not from the Bitcoin price. And uh, people like bought and they sold and it just kind of ended up being a spinning top. Now, spinning top doji is a, um, it's market uncertainty, right? So you have one right here, spinning top doji, and we didn't know which way it was going to go, went up. And then we had a shooting star doji, 
which kind of turned into a messy evening star formation. Um, the shooting stars at the top of a run are just a great indicator. I use them all the time. Um, so that became bearish. Here we are. Now we're spinning top again. And so we don't know what's going to happen. Um, we have, I don't know how long until the candle prints. For some reason, it's not showing it. Oh, it's a daily candle. So we have about four hours and 13 minutes for this to finish printing down here. Um, so unless we see a lot of bullishness, I'm not that confident in it. Um, Z, do you want me to, do you see anything different on this or do you want to go? No, to for Litecoin, you know, we, we've talked about it, guys. Uh, it's, it's a little bit concerning even further right now. Right now you're starting to see the start of it almost looks like another ABC correction down. Um, so uh, it doesn't look good personally for me. Um, that's why I'm staying out of Litecoin at the moment. Um, yeah, it just doesn't look good. It looks terrible. Um, and then we are paying more attention to the Bitcoin price. Why the USD, the Litecoin USD pair matters is because the actual support that it's on is a dollar support. Um, we've kind of gotten down to 75 here and there. Um, and in the last like few months, we've, we've dipped down into the 70s. And as you can see um, here, there actually is like a kind of some play in the 70 area. Um, next actual strong support from 70 is down at 50. So what we're doing right now is we're dead cat bouncing is what it looks like. Um, and with four hours left in the day, uh, on the daily for UTC, I'm thinking that we're going to see ourselves a shooting star form because that's pretty much what's formed already. And that means that a lot of people got excited when it hit this price and they bought it up. Oh, it's going to go up. It's hitting 76, whatever. And they bought it. And then all the sellers said, nope, we're not that excited. And they took profit. So people are not excited to hold this coin. Um, also, another way to look at this is using the Fib extension. And this actually is going to be an interesting way to do this. Hopefully I do this right and Jason Stapleton's ears are not bleeding. Okay, so um, I think he does it like this. Mm -hmm. And then so, oh yeah. If, if I do, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to actually not do this because I don't want to do it wrong. I, I did it great the other day, but it's not something I always do. Long story short, it looks like junk on many levels. Um, and so when the fundamentals come back, then we'll have another look at Litecoin for a buy. Yep. 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 So, um, so yeah, there's Litecoin. Uh, what else do we like to look at? Uh, let's look at, um, I, uh, actually, let's look at Digibyte since people uh, um, want to take a look at that. Okay. No, that Digibyte is, uh, is a fan favorite here. Yeah, it's only on American exchanges, therefore I'm not interested. Uh, looks like I charted it recently, um, and yeah. it looks yeah, like we, have, we 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 charted it for the room. Um, you know, inside the room, guys, you guys are always getting up to date. Um, what's it called? Charts whenever you guys essentially want. Whenever we're inside there, we we happily chart for you guys. So just yesterday and today and and so forth, we've been hammering out a lot of charts. So take a look at those guys. A lot of charts. It looks like we are. I think did you buy an ETC? But let's just do those two, and and, and that and that can be it. Ethereum Classic. Yeah, I know a lot of people have. Oh, and BNB. I'm sorry. One more. Can I do? Okay, two, 24 hours is mm -hmm. how many minutes is 24 hours? 720 times two, so that's 1440. So I want to do 2880. Not applicable. Oh, um, nice, Bill. Congratulations, man. Good job on uh on doing great on Vert. Oh, Vertcoin. Yeah, he did great on Vert. Thanks to uh, thanks to us. So that's awesome stuff. That's what we like to hear, guys. People making money. Oh yeah, Vert was that live call that we did. Like when it went up really 
like minutes after we called it. Um, we did it on Snip Show. Yep. So uh, we're in a bullish ascending triangle. And uh, we uh, basically called it. I, I'm going to save the deeper call for the room because there's metrics and there's targets, and I'm not going to give that out here. But just for the immediate action that we have called, um, it's actually going on the up. So I said either it's going to stop at this. There's a resistance right here. It's going to stop and go down. And uh, But it looks like it's actually continuing to go up. So if I were in Digibyte, and I might be shortly. Oh, no, no. I don't play on those exchanges, so I won't be. But um, if I were in Digibyte, I would probably be looking to sell here or at least following it with... Um, uh, stop losses rising. Yeah, yeah, trailing stop losses exactly. So basically, you know, it'll catch it on the way down. Yep. And but it won't catch it unless it goes down, right? Yep. So that's uh, did you buy? It? And then what was the last one? Uh, ETC and BNB, please. ETC, Ethereum Classic. Oh, BNB. <laughs> yeah, I love that. BTC, BTC. Okay, so Ethereum Classic. Um, Oh, looks like I've been charting this one. I'm going to go to a deeper time frame. Oh, looks like we broke through. Not necessarily good for this coin. Uh, Ethereum Classic had a nice run, and it's like no longer having that run. So um, it ended up, instead of coming out of this ascending wedge, it didn't have the juice, and it fell out. And it had, I mean, shoot, it, was, it had been running up for days. So and that's why we were talking. That's why in our room, actually, when we charted it, we actually uh, asked everybody that we were going to well, tell everybody that we were going to confirm bullishness um, before we uh, before we got in. Uh, correct. That we wanted to see that because it was playing out the bottom of the wedge. Um, we wanted to see, you know, is it going to break out of its pattern or is it going to uh, continue strong? And unfortunately, it broke downward. So we did not get into that, guys. And that's a that's, you know, prime example of using you know, technical analysis to our advantage, guys, um, and not just, you know, gut feeling per se, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's playing in support now, um, but I think we, when did we call it, Z? Was it back here uh, at this flag around 2100? Yeah, we called it uh, before the flag. So sometime either before the, before the split, so we called like back here, or perhaps I'd no, love no, no, to call uh, it here. We called it... Um, no, we called it the, the the bottom of the of the mid hump, like there. Going right to the right to the right. Keep going <laughs> to to the right to the right. To my this is the oh, okay, right. Okay, uh, sorry. So I'm looking at YouTube. Um, to the left now a little bit. <laughs> okay. To the left, right there is when we called it. Okay, great place to call it. Um, yeah. I think we saw it bouncing off something, but uh, well, I mean, if you look here, it was bouncing off this support right there that was more or less established in several places in the past so it's a good strong support um right now it's actually bouncing off of the support it dipped below it hey real quick yep. um so i'm in the live chat and i see this asshole named joe just joe look joe just joe you're a little bitch <laughs> let me explain something to you little bitch okay i'm gonna make it very very clear to you you're a bitch you're a punk you don't know shit and i'm gonna tell you right now here's the deal you're not in part of the trade room, you asshole, because you know why? Trade rooms returned over 2,000% profit, you little bitch. So, yes, I've deleted your messages, and I put you in timeout, and I have you everything banned from here. You come back in again, it's going to be a problem. You, you want to accelerate further than that? I will beat the shit out of you. Dang. 
Yeah, we will verbally beat the shit out of you. That's what <laughs> and physically, Nick, you know what I could do to this guy physically. Oh, that's not fair. I mean, I mean, that's like a that's like you know me beating up on a three year old. We don't want to do that. Judging by the thing, he's, he's the mentality of a child. Sorry, so, not J-O-S. Joe, just Joe. Whoever you are, you little bitch. Anyway, back to the show, guys. I oh, can't stand right. for money. It's just, it's just an idiot. Yeah, I don't even know what he's saying. Not even a traitor, just a punk ass. It's, what are you, 15, bro? Yeah, anyway. he's, actually, he's, actually, he's actually an older guy, too. Because you can tell by his lingo, he's actually an older guy. Um, it's just sad at that point, you know? It's just sad. Bitch. Please well, like tripping <laughs> off, bitch. Yeah, you, you children don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to go outside and play on my phonograph, which you don't play on phonographs outside, but I just wanted to say something old-timey. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so as far as Joe is concerned, um, he looks like this right now. Just a big, probably looks like that at night sometimes too. I don't know what that means, but that's what a lot of losers do. I don't know what that means. I don't know. It's got a loser thing. I think Joe knows about loser things. Um, and just, just so you know, guys, just now there's a little bit of a panic in the, in the, in the market. There's a huge wick down that just happened with, with BTC. It waked oh, all the way down to 63. It's back up to 63.40 now, guys. Um, you know, was the panic know. over something, or is it just? I know. I think I think they're just stop lossing, uh, the stop hunting. Oh, that's good. If, if yeah, yeah, hunting, yeah. I, I think I think they're stop hunting people that are going short. And now you know there was massive, massive buy support uh, pushing upwards. So um, that's actually a very, very nice wick um, for the bulls. John Wick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's guys. Speaking of which, also BCH Bitcoin Cash. Oh, you know, I've been looking at that for a couple of days. Uh, so uh, now uh, to get back to ETC really quick, it's on support um, and it's in the cloud and it's actually still kind of bullish. We're having a bearish TK cross, but it's above the, uh, the, the Kumo cloud. So a bearish TK cross is when this blue line, which may not be that easily seeable on my screen. Um, let me fix that for everybody so they can see. And then we'll move to BCH because BCH is actually uh, of interest to me right now. I've been tracking it for a few days. Uh, give me a second here. All right. Okay. So hopefully you guys can actually see the blue line now. I can't. So, you know, it's, it's a little tough on YouTube, but um, that coming down here, not necessarily a good sign, but the slope is changing back. So we actually could see a run in, in uh, ETC, but here's the deal. Guys, girls, I made my money on ETC and I am not going back. Yep. Not unless exactly. I, something big. I make something, I go away. So BCC, BTC. Um, this to me actually looks really good. I'm going to go to the daily and show you all what I mean. Um, now, Bitcoin Cash is fundamentally, um, it's fine. Um, one of the things that I learned about Bitcoin Cash fundamentally, though, is that they're saying they kind of solve like their scalability issue. Essentially, um, they multiplied their block size by like eight. Now, that's not a big fix. That's like a temporary fix. So, you know, like with the SegWit, the segregated witness, that actually removes a signature from the block to increase like the one block's size, if I got that right. Um, but what Bitcoin Cash did was they just simply multiplied their block size by eight. And why that's good is, you know, I don't know if it's eight times faster or if it's something that's actually exponential. But the transactions are fast. The uh, downside to it is it does create an attack face for hackers. So there is a security issue with it, although I do believe that security is really pretty tight with BCC. I'm going to guess security is tighter with BCC than any other coin except for Bitcoin and maybe Litecoin. Um, 
so I think overall, uh, it's a good coin. And one of the things about Bitcoin Cash is, number one, it actually has a lot of traction in the um, libertarian circles. Uh, you know, Roger Ver is the Bitcoin Jesus, and he's really big on Bitcoin Cash, and it's like kind of his baby. Also, to understand right now, and this is what a lot of people don't know, and you have to be careful, this does not mean it's a buy signal. Um, but basically, there's a lot of people talking about Bitcoin Cash and all the different, like, if you got your ear to the ground, Bitcoin Cash is making a rumble. Now, I look at that as an opportunist, right? I'm here to make money. So what I'm going to do is if there even even if it's like a scammy deal, like there's going to be this a lot of talk around Bitcoin Cash right now. And maybe they want to push it up. Maybe they want to pump it. Maybe it's real. We don't know. You can't just bet something is going to be a scam. You can't bet that it's not going to be a scam. You just bet whether or not something's going to go up or down because you really don't know Jack unless you're in the community, right? So what you're looking at here are some wedges that played out, some downward wedges, okay? And the way that wedges play out is they tend to play out like a triangle does. The size of the initial difference between top and bottom wedge triangle is established. So more like this, that size. So after you get a bump to a top, that maybe even here, somewhere between here and here, it tends to play out that big before it retraces. And look at that. It's exactly what it did. So with Bitcoin Cash, I would say that with this most recent wedge, I would probably go somewhere between this height and this height. So, you know, I would set my targets to all play out and pay at this height and have like some trailing stop loss moon bag. So if we do run and it doesn't run past this point, then it's a confluence zone as well because there is a there is a resistance point right there from the prior up right there and if you are to use that metric you have that level and if you're going to go with a fibonacci retracement in the way that i just did it you don't have to um this height corresponds with the 382 so i mean we could run as high as the 382 so if I were going to like call, and I'm not going to call it here, and I don't even know if I'm going to call it at all, quite frankly, because we haven't really seen everything that I want to see. But some of the things that I just mentioned are some of the things I would consider in a call. So I'm not saying I would call to sell right here. I'm not saying anything yet. I'm just saying that we are keeping an eye on it. In the macro, um, when Bitcoin runs, like in whenever that is, maybe it's December, maybe it's July. Um, you can look at this all as a big consolidation and triangle. And we are getting close to the end of that. Now, back before, you got to be careful with triangles, right? It's subjective. You can't just go based on a triangle because you could have gone based on that. You could have gone based on that, which that's what we're doing. You could have gone based on this, right? Then well before it came to the end of that, it jumped. So there's, a, you, know, you can't, you know, triangles are like just one possible metric, right? Um, but the thinner it gets, the closer we are to a major breakout. And I think that um, when Bitcoin breaks out, you know, first of all, if this kind of goes up to here a little higher than that, then the triangle is reestablished, right? But whenever that happens, you'll see a nice big fat run. Big fat run. Probably, what's our, what's our full retracement on this? Um... It, it retraced 100%. Wow. So we would probably see 
from 0.05 to 0.35 is 0 0.3, 0 0.3 and another 30%, 30% of 30 is 0.09. So 0.09 would be 0.44. So the ultimate run before we see like resistance in a big way based on the metrics we are seeing, all things being equal, would go up to here on the big run. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin Cash, baby. I'm I'm a fan. Um, you know, I think that I'm a pragmatic person, but I do like Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, any other questions, folks? I mean, uh, now they have Cowboy and Z on. Uh, they can answer any kind of uh, technical analysis, um, sentimental analysis, fundamental analysis questions you might have about any single crypto that's out there. That's any crypto that's worthwhile that's making headway. Uh, now's the time for you guys to ask. Yeah, and and last uh, last chart to look at, um, Cowboy, was we talked about BNB a lot. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, it's kind of funny. So we. Uh, Nikos and I have worked together for a long time in this space, and we both are, you know, chartists. Um, in fact, at one point, Z was focusing more on charts than I was, and I will maintain that Z is uh, pretty much as good as I am on the charts. I, I just do it more often, and I do make my charts a little prettier, um, but, you know, that's I have time for that because that's all I do, um, and I'm a weirdo, a perfectionist. So if we look here, uh, last night, Z called 19.3. Um, and it wicked down to 19.3. I mean, it doesn't get any closer than that. Um, now, I do believe we're possibly going to retrace a little further to 18.5. And if we look at my charts from like a week or two ago, I had us bouncing in 18.5-ish area, I think. That's from memory. That's just based on the top of this, uh, this right here and a couple other things. So the way I see it, though, if we do maintain bullishness, like it's going to look like this. If, it, if this is it, where he called it, it's going to go like this. If it goes down a little lower, like I think it will, it'll go like this. So if I bought in right here and it kind of comes up a little here and then it comes back down, I'll just buy a little bit more right there. And this, yep. is, called, this is called averaging down. Um, it is not always something to do. Averaging down has its place and it only has its place in a bullish market with bullish assets. We have a moment of bullishness in a bearish market and this has been a bullish asset even in the bearish bearish market, BNB just keeps going. So I'm comfortable averaging down because I know BNB has nitro boosters behind it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's BNB unless uh, unless we see something, you know, V or Z. I don't know if I missed anything or. No, that's that that's good. Um, what's it called? Uh, um, yeah, guys, it's just that simple. Anyways. Um, how about we just, uh, you know, we'll save the rest of the charts, guys, inside of the Watchers Trade Room. So if you want to be a part of the Watchers Trade Room, guys, uh, we're going to be posting up up-to-date charts on BAT, Digibyte, the whole nine yards, guys, EOS, ZRX, everything you guys want to take a look at. Um, and we'll talk about uh, some of it as well. So when Cowboy posts a chart, I'll go ahead and write below the chart, the, the FA behind it. Uh, like WTC, you know, another coin I like. Um, we'll be posting all that stuff inside the Watchers Trade Room, guys. Um, finally, if you guys want to be a part of that watches trade room, you guys can look in our description below guys in the crypto trading room that will bring you directly to the watches trade room. If you guys want to sign up there, um, I know V answered inside the, inside the live room. He answered, um, uh, in regards to crypto payments, guys, it will be soon. Um, that's what, uh, essentially what V just wrote. And, um, if you want to buy Bitcoin guys, we actually just, uh, we just, we just partnered up. So if you guys want to buy Bitcoin, you guys can click the first link, um, on the description as well, uh, liquidbase.cryptogenics.com, guys, and you guys can go ahead and buy your Bitcoin there. Um, 
anyways, uh, is there anything else further, guys? No. How about you, Nick? No, I'm good, guys. I just uh, I always like to acknowledge people who have the guts, the uh, ladies and gentlemen who will take their hard-earned money and to take it into their printing press. Um, so basically, this cryptos is a printing press. Uh, you know, I, I learned how to operate that press uh, last year and through some of the other knowledge I had in the past. I have financial freedom. I get up when I want to wake up. I actually uh, I can work on an airplane. Um, the reality is actually I have a lot of customers, so I'm like the meanest boss I've ever had. I work about 10, 12 hours a day. This is what I love to do. I'm not complaining. I thank you all for it. And I thank you guys for having the guts to taking your money, putting yourselves in the position to create your own financial freedom because that is what this is all about. That's what I have to say. Absolutely. And with that being said, folks, oh, we last thing, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The last thing, Robert Moran had a question regarding the Dow. He says Dow's at 25 K soon. It's Moran. Uh, then... Robert Moran. It's Robert Moran, bro. Not Robert Moran. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Excuse Robert Moran. Sorry. Exactly. English is not my first language, guys. My bad. Um, anyways, uh, the Dow 25 K soon. Uh, will it drop at 25 K? Nope. Dow 29,000, baby. Get your get right. t-shirts printed. Dow 29,000. Dow 30,000. Ain't, no, ain't, ain't no collapse this year. Ain't no collapse next year either. So sit tight. No, the collapse already happened. That's the oh, yeah, yeah, the collapse already happened. But I'm talking about the total crash of everything. The the end of uh, end of all things. You ain't got to worry about that. Just uh, right now is the time for you guys to focus. Amazing. We're not heading for uh, a crash more than we are heading for a, a economic transition. And uh, that is what's going to be coming down. So get ready, folks. A lot of Scott, things Scott says short Deutsche Bank. <laughs> yeah, short Deutsche Bank. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Very cool. Um, hey, thanks so much for watching, guys. Um, and, no, uh, Robert. No collapse. No collapse. Down 30,000, uh, 29,000, 30,000. We, we got a lot left in this market. Believe me. We got a lot left. Well, that's, yep. a, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other conversation. Right now, don't worry about it. Don't fix it on it. Listen, now's the time for you to make money. So make that money. Make that money. Like Grant Cardone yeah. would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, folks, thank you all for listening in. Uh, it's Nick. It's Z. And I am V. And we are over. And we're out. Howdy, let, 5,000, G. Hell yeah. Let me, let me cue up the music, yo. Yeah. We got Dow 30,000, we got Audi 5,000. Dow 30,000. Uh, a little rap rock over here. <laughs> uh, tell us about the Dow. Tell us about the Dow. Oh, dude. folks, yes. Check out the links. Check it, check it out. RemainCom.com. RemainComSchool.com backslash trade or the CryptoSchool.io, either way. Liquidbase.io. Check it out. If you want to liquidate your cryptos, go there. If you want to learn cryptos, if you want to buy Bitcoin, guys, right there. First link, liquidbase.cryptogenics. You can go there, buy your Bitcoin without worrying about it, whatever you want to do. That song's pretty dope, right? It's uh, it's by, uh, I don't even know who's by it. It's, it's not copyrighted. That's why I'm playing it. So Google ain't going to screw me over. <laughs> I try to spit, my man. I try to spit. You know, I've gotten rusty. I used to be way better when I was younger. Yeah, I try. <laughs> right, to spit, but I gotta get it out. Later. Later.